everybody, it's Jay. It's Tuesday. It's time for yet again another Runaways recap. And like I've been saying, uh, we talked about all the kids, the Runaways, and last week I talked about the Wilder family, um, Jeffrey and Catherine Wilder. So moving on down the line, up next are the Minaroos, uh, Tina and Robert Minaru. <clears throat> they are the parents of uh, Nico and Amy Minaru. Uh, as we know, Amy, um, at the beginning of the series, we find out that Amy passed away two years prior to the events of the series. So we can kind of talk about her probably more specifically when we get to Jonah, who, <clears throat> again, Jonah is the big bad of the series. But, uh, you know, today we're going to be talking about Tina and Robert. So uh, Tina is played by Brittany Ishibashi. I hope I pronounced that correctly. And Robert is played by James Yageshi. And again, I hope I pronounced that right. Okay, so kind of like some of the other characters that we've seen um that we've seen on the show, there are some differences between uh, the comic book Minaroos and uh, the TV Minaroos. Okay, first of all, I think one of the big differences is is that in the comics, each family, each Pride family, each member of the Pride only has one child. Um, you know, and in the comics, Nico is their only child, their only daughter. On the TV show, again, we find out that Nico actually had an older sister named Amy who was like about one to two years older and... Um, her death is actually pretty pivotal to the show. Uh, it's the reason that this group of friends kind of drifted apart. And uh, we also find out, you know, her death really kind of, when they really research her death, it kind of points them in the direction of what's going on with the Pride, with Jonah, the Church of the Gaborum, and whatnot. Okay, another big difference between uh, comic book Minaroos and TV Minaroos is the fact that in the comics, both uh, Robert and Tina are sorcerers. They're actually, uh, they're really dark sorcerers. That's really how they're known. And an interesting thing about Tina Minaru is, um, <clears throat> listen, comics are constantly sort of rebooting and revamping themselves. And sort of in the latest incursion of the Runaways and, you know, sort of the Marvel Universe that we're experiencing now, again, before they kind of reboot their series... Um, we discover that she pretty much studied uh, in the same place that Dr. Strange did. Uh, and in fact, when kind of doing a little research uh, about these characters, uh, in the Dr. Strange movie, she, the character of Tina Minoru, is actually kind of seen in the background. She's actually uh, a master of the mystic arts when Dr. Strange is... Um, learning his abilities it is not the same actress it's a different actress um and she's not even credited you know i i think like in the credits she's just you know considered a sorcerer or or, or a master of a mystic arts it's you know they do not use the name tina minaru even though the producers of the show do recognize that yeah that character did exist in the dr strange film even though it was uncredited <clears throat> excuse me you know they went ahead and recast uh the role and they kind of said that they put their own unique spin on it so in the tv series it appears that only tina is the one that is a sorcerer now here's the thing from the get-go it looks like she's a sorcerer she has uh, a staff now in the comics it is known as the staff of one um here they don't give it a name at all um according to tina when 
Nico discovers the staff and starts to play around with it and actually learns that it does magic and she starts to wield it. Uh, Tina discovers that Nico has discovered it and, you know, really instead of kind of chastising her or anything like that, she's actually very proud of her because she said, you know, as far as she knew, the staff only responded to her. So, you know, her explanation of it is is that it is not magic. It is actually technology. Now, here's the thing about the Minaroos. In the TV show, uh, the Minaroos uh, own a company called uh, Wizard Tech. And, you know, when you look at it, it's basically, it's like an Apple computers. Um, you know, they do software. They do cell phones. I mean, you know, they have a Wiz phone, which is basically, you know, it's basically take any sort of Apple product, Apple invention, uh, creation, and just throw the word wizard on it. And that's really what it is. Um, you know, there's a wizard operating system and it seems like everybody in the world is using this stuff, you know? So it's pretty much, it's pretty much this shows, um, Apple. So what, uh, Tina tells Nico is that the staff was actually created by, uh, the R and D department at WizTech. And what it does is it's actually technology that responds to the user's thoughts and puts those, those thoughts into action. Okay. The things that they do with the staff that Tina does. And when Nico gets her hands on it and starts to use it, uh, this is not something that was developed in a lab to me. This is magic, and this is just Tina's explanation to try to throw Nico off the course and and really just kind of let Nico kind of like to tell Nico like there's no such thing as magic, there's no such thing as witches and sorcery, this or that. And um, it's kind of interesting because when after her sister dies, after Amy dies, Nico kind of falls into uh, the goth and Wiccan culture. So I think that might also be a reason why Tina kind of says it. Like she really doesn't want Nico thinking that some of these things that she's doing as a Wiccan, you know, are real. Um, the other reason that I doubt that this is a, uh, a piece of technology is the fact that in flashbacks, we see when Jonah brings the pride together, he kind of, it's kind of implied that he gave each member or each family of the pride gifts. Um, last week I talked about the fact that the Wilders who live in probably the biggest house ahead of uh, any of the pride members. And trust me, they all live in pretty big houses. Um, it was Jonah's house. He gave it to them. He gave it to, to Jeffrey and Catherine. No questions asked. Well, really in exchange for their loyalty to the pride and for that piece of property that Jeffrey owned. Um, when the pride first comes together for the first meeting, which turns out to be the first sacrifice that they perform, um, we see Tina with the staff and, you know, she says that it was a gift from Jonah. Uh, this is a magic staff. This is not technology. It is magical. Maybe Tina did not study magic, but she was given a very powerful magic artifact. Um, and I mean, that's just, you know, her explanation to Nico that it's, it's just technology. I think it's, it's bogus. Alrighty. What can we say about these two? Tina is the classic, you know, I've seen like in write-ups about the show, they pretty much label her the classic tiger mom, that Asian American mom that is very overbearing, very demanding. She wants the best out of her children. Nothing really seems to satisfy her. And I really think out of a lot of the the pride members the parents 
I think she is really one of the most complex characters. I mean, a lot of them are complex, but Tina is a very, very complex character. And here's the thing, you know, she starts off, she's a biatch, okay? I mean, there's just no two ways about it. She is, you know, the the first few episodes, she is a very cold and distant woman. She's cold and distant to her husband, Robert, to Nico. I mean, it almost looks like... When the two of them are in a room together, you're almost you're you're, you're sensing an impending fight, and I don't mean an argument. I mean it, it almost looks like they're going to come to blows. Um, Nico really appears to loathe her mother. Um, apparently, Amy's death is a, plays a big role in this. Uh, it's not so much. I don't think Nico really blames uh, Tina for Amy's death, but I think she feels that her mother didn't respond appropriately enough to it. And in fact, when we see flashbacks flashbacks, and when Amy, apparently it looks like Amy committed suicide, we go on to find out that this is not the case. But when it looks like Amy committed suicide, um, you know, Nico is like, call 911, you know, get an ambulance, let's try to save her. And Tina pretty much comes in and shuts it down. She actually uses the staff to uh, render Nico unconscious. And we really never find out what she did from there on in uh so nico really is is kind of she's really flabbergasted you know why would her mom react you know really actually have no reaction to her sister dying and like i said you know when this when the show starts it's been two years since amy's death and really from things that both robert and nico kind of say it's really implied that pretty much from the time of amy's death until the start of the show um tina has been very cold very distant to everybody I mean, so much so the fact that Robert actually starts having an affair. He has, um, he actually has an affair with Janet Stein, and I'm going to talk about the Steins next week. Um, you know, that's Chase's mom. Um, you know, he and he pretty much, you know, from what he says, it's like, you know, look, you know, she she pretty much drove me to this. You know, yeah, our daughter died, and sure, it's a traumatic thing, it's a sad thing, but she just completely shut me out for for two years. What do you expect? We come to find that she is actually a very complex woman, by she, I mean Tina Minaru, because she is the major suspect in the death of the Hernandez family, Molly's parents. Um... She is probably the most feared member of the Pride, you know, excluding Jonah, who heads up the Pride. Um, When the Wilders and the Yorks, they kind of discover that Molly knows about what the Pride had been doing. And as far as they know, they think she's the only kid that really knows that. Their big fear is that Tina is going to find out and Tina is going to do to Molly what she did to her parents. It turns out Tina had nothing to do with that. Tina, you know, didn't kill the Hernandez family. And in fact, you know, after this two-year sort of mourning period, I guess we'll call it, for for her daughter, um, Tina kind of snaps out of it. And, you know, she tries to start relationships with Robert. She tries to start a relationship with Nico. Um, Like I said, the fact that Nico discovers the staff, Tina tried to she, Tina tries to use that as a bonding uh like a bonding tool between them. She actually starts to teach her how to use the staff. Um I just think it's funny that when she's showing her how to use it, she said, "Really just think about what you want and the staff will put it into action." And Nico actually kind of throws up a spell. I guess the best thing to call it is like a cone of silence 
because all of a sudden Tina's talking to her. Uh, Nico uses the staff, and we can't hear Tina, even though we see her mouth moving. And even Tina suddenly realizes it, kind of rolls her eyes. Um, the spell fades off, and she's like, yeah, I kind of figured that would be the first thing you'd do is shut me up. Um, but they have a laugh about it. Um, you know, it, it, it turns out, like I said, she's a very, you know, she's actually very devoted. She's devoted to, to her family. And when she discovers that her husband is having an affair, um, everybody thinks, oh, my God, she's going to explode. She is going to go postal. She actually retreats to her office and in private, she breaks down and she just cries. And I think she really realizes that, you know, listen, my behavior these last two years, this, this is, this is what it caused, you know, because she really does love her husband. And, you know, even though they have that mother daughter, you know, adult teenager relationship, she does love Nico and she did love Amy. Um, I think she was trying to put pride business first, but she kind of saw where that got her by, by putting the activities of the pride before her family and the second half of the season she really tries to make amends for it um she really tries to go out of her way to show that you know she's not like this ice queen she's not this tiger mom you know she's a woman that loves her husband and a woman that loves her family and it's really evident uh when listen the affair is out there she knows what robert did she takes him back uh, and there's actually a part where Robert is going to sacrifice himself. Um, and again, when I get into the Steins and I get into Jonah, this whole situation will come up. But just really briefly, the, the, <clears throat> there's a point where Jonah is really asking one of the pride, one of the members of the pride to sacrifice themselves. Um, Janet, you know, they, they, they all kind of point to Janet Stein because it's a kind of a blunder that the Steins did. Um, Next thing you know, Robert is actually, you know, Robert kind of tricks her to get her out of the way and he's going to take her place. And he basically says, you know, look, I, I'm worth the least out of all of you. And he says directly to Tina, you know, I hurt you, you know, and I'm sorry for it, you know, and and I can never make it up to you. And he's like, you know we need a sacrifice and it might as well be me because I'm probably the most despicable person here right now. Tina saves him. Tina actually spares him. And, you know, it's actually at the cost of actually kind of, even though he doesn't show it, it does kind of anger Jonah. And the members of the Pride are a little surprised because they really thought that, oh, yeah, she'll totally throw him under the bus because she'll throw anybody under the bus. She actually, she saves him. She was like, no, you know, the past is the past. Let's move forward. They communicate back and forth in Japanese. It's not translated, so I can only, you know, we can only imagine what they say. But like I said, we really find out, you know, like I said, she's really the, I think she's the most complex member of the Pride that we see, uh, you know, so far in the, in the first season. And we'll see, we'll see where they go with her in the uh, second season. And, you know, really, I think that's the Minoru family in a nutshell. Um, really, you know, they, they, like I said, they really kind of undergo a lot of changes as the season unfolds. Um, really, Tina more so than Robert, but still, it's it's a very unique family. Alrighty, so please keep it tuned here to Stuff You Don't Need to Know, where my friends Pete, John, and Alan will drop content on you day in and day out. This is Jay, signing off.